0: Thank you for tuning in to Engage, your one-stop shop for all things social studies and engagement. Justin here today talking about drama in the classroom. And I'm not talking about drama between the students or drama amongst the school building. I'm talking about musicals, plays, acting, that kind of drama. The drama you would expect to see on the stage, but utilized in your classroom. So let's dive in right now. Firstly, I would say that fascination with historical drama is still at an all time high since Hamilton the Musical. My students are often talking about Hamilton the Musical when I talk about AP Gov stuff, uh, whenever we cover something historical. Uh, They tend to reference something from that. And I can't uh, imagine how many times uh, I say the room where it happens sometime in my discussion of of history. Uh, So Hamilton the Musical has kind of brought that into the spotlight. And first of all, that's a a great tool to utilize. Utilize the songs from Hamilton. Utilize clips from the Disney motion picture. Uh, Bring that into your classroom to help students to visualize things. Because that's part of the goal here. Drama in the classroom helps to visualize historical events, it helps to visualize political events and political systems, it helps to visualize pretty much anything you need to in the social studies. It incorporates physical movement, which of course helps students to remember things. I I can't imagine how many times I can uh, remind students of something we covered in class based on the activity. And if you give students the controls, it can inspire creativity and critical thinking skills. It is important to realize that not everything should be made into a drama, though. It's important to avoid really controversial subjects. It's important to avoid topics that may be harmful to the participants or really concerning to parents or the community. There's certain things that just shouldn't be made into a play or a musical or a simulation. They just shouldn't be. So stuff like the the Holocaust and stuff like the Atlantic slave trade should be topics that are not dramatized because they could cause a lot of harm. So think about whether or not the topic you're covering should be presented in some sort of dramatic format or not. My first couple examples are examples in which students have less control and I'm more in charge of the dramatization which prevents anything from going off into other tangents and kind of keeps things under control. Firstly, my favorite drama in the classroom is Marbury vs. Madison the Musical. And the most important part is I hype it up as much as possible. I tell my students, look, Hamilton the Musical has a craze behind it and it's made a ton of money. So what we're going to do is create a sequel marbury versus madison the musical the perfect extension off of hamilton the musical and then i cast students in my classroom i cast william marbury i cast james madison i cast jefferson and adams and marshall uh so i pick some students to kind of fill in on those roles and i give them their costume which is basically a sign that says who they are because of course my drama uh doesn't have a whole lot of uh budget so i also set up the the scenes there's a white house there's a supreme court building there's william marbury's house and they are just locations in my room with once again a sign and then we go through the plot of marbury versus madison the musical Um, so we go around the room we go through the stages of what happened in Marlboro versus Madison. Start starts out with John Adams, president. You have those midnight appointments when he loses the election. You have Jefferson coming into office. You have them uh, refusing to. Uh, give out those appointments to folks like like William Marbury, and you have folks like William Marbury uh, bringing this to the court and challenging it. Now, along the way, uh, historically speaking, I had called on students to just kind of make up uh, a musical line, make up what they would have a song about on the spot, which is probably um, traumatizing to some students. So I've moved on from that and come up with an ingenious new plan using the wonders of Chat GPT. Basically, I put in some ideas of what could be a song uh, related to this topic. For example, William Marbury upset because he has not received his judicial appointment and wanting to challenge it in a hopeful way with the writ of mandamus. I've put something like that into Chat GPT and it spits out a song that almost looks like a poem, essentially, and some of my students that are cast into these roles read a few lines of it to kind of give us the feel of that musical, and really the important thing in the end of all of this is that my students visualize the events of Marbury versus Madison. They better remember what happened in Marbury versus Madison. They may have read about it. They may have heard about it in just, like, normal format or in lecture format, but visualizing it is something else uh, and helps them to learn the material a whole lot better. By the way, you can engage the whole classroom in this activity too. I have students that get up and become Supreme Court justices. I have students that are receiving those midnight appointments in the audience. So it's not just the few that are a part of this dramatization. Furthermore, in another section of the class, we kind of recreate the political machine. Uh, Now, a lot of this is narrated by myself, where I'm the uh, head of the political machine, uh, and I'm trying to get certain students elected into powerful positions. I got business leaders in my classroom that I'm basically encouraging to uh, get their employees to go vote in a certain way in exchange for, like, contracts and stuff we're going to get from the government. So we kind of simulate this drama in the classroom uh, with... Very little actual lines, uh, but it still dramatizes how it unfolds, how the political machine works, uh, and how it uh, defines kind of corruption of that time. And my last example of a drama that doesn't put so much in students' hands is just having a scripted play of some sort. You could have a scripted drama created by AI you could have just a scripted uh, trial for example in my crime justice and law class uh, we do a scripted trial it's super old but it showcases just how a trial functions there are prosecutors there's the defense there's witnesses coming to the stand and answering questions no one has to make up anything no one has to uh to create anything you don't have to like yell objection when you think there's a good objection all of it is scripted out so it takes a lot of of the students hands a lot out of my hands for that matter too uh, because there is a script already written and the students are able to visualize how a court case works what are opening statements what types of questions does a lawyer ask their witnesses what types of questions do they ask the other side's witnesses closing statements and of course kind of the role of the judge and the role of the bailiff all of those things can come out in a like a, a scripted trial like this. So I definitely recommend it. And those students that are not participating in the actual script get to play as the jury and deliberate on the, the, the final question of whether or not they're guilty or innocent. Now, real creativity comes out when you put the control over into students' hands. For example, you could do something with pantomime, where students are essentially acting something out without any sound. And then the audience members might be trying to guess, like, what are they acting out? You could pick something from history. You could pick a a specific historical event. Uh, You could pick a very specific uh, political event. Uh, For example, in my Genocide and Human Rights class, Uh, I have students pantomime, essentially, uh, different human rights being protected. So we're learning the Declaration of Human Rights. Uh, I list out a bunch of those human rights on uh, note cards, and they randomly draw note cards. And they're supposed to represent that human right being protected by international organizations or by countries. Uh, So they're trying to find a way to showcase that human right without showcasing it being abused But being protected and then students in the audience are trying to figure out which one they are acting out a variation of this could be doing a tableau assignment where essentially students are creating a like a living picture where they all get into some sort of format some sort of pose up in front of the class uh, and they don't move for a couple seconds so they're essentially uh, reenacting some sort of historical event Uh, like imagine uh, students reenacting the uh, the crossing of the Delaware or students reenacting uh, the signing of the Declaration. And then the students in the audience have to decide like what's being uh, reenacted in that tableau, in that living image. And of course, you could put more and more in students' hands. You could have them write their own plays. You could have them write their own songs for a potential musical. You could have them utilize AI themselves, which is a a great tool uh, to kind of enhance some creativity. You could have them work with puppets, where they create a puppet and they reenact some sort of historical event uh, through puppetry. There's a lot of ways you can utilize drama in the classroom. Just make sure you're choosing the appropriate types of events to dramatize. And make sure you set clear expectations for your students. What types of things are okay, what types of things are not okay, and what you're expecting them to present in front of the class. It might be a great idea to pull each of the groups out into the hallway and kind of go over what they have uh, before they share with the whole class. Anyway, that's it for this week. We thank you for listening and tune in next week where we're going to have some great, awesome things to share. Hope you find a way to add drama into your classroom today. Thank you for listening to Engage, where social studies ignites curiosity. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Wisconsin Council for the Social Studies. This amazing organization is how I've met a lot of these other amazing teachers and learned a lot of phenomenal teaching strategies that have really changed my classroom experience. Join me and many of my colleagues at the annual Social Studies Conference in March. Find out more information at WCSSWisconsin.org. That's wcsswi.org.